Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. And now, the Disney Parks Podcast infotainment segment. All right, everybody. Hey, we're uh, we're talking about the 10 most magical types of Walt Disney World superfans. So somebody walked up to you on the street, T, and said, what do you collect? Because most people at Disney collect something. What? How would you answer that question? Um, mm, uh, mm, Seriously? Yeah. (laughs) It used to be pins. Yes, I'm looking at a wall. Yeah, now you're seeing a wall of pins. For those of you who are watching the live show that we do every Monday night here on Facebook.com. Oh, it's for our Patreons. Yeah, it used to be pins. (laughs) Now, not so much. Yeah. Uh, Now, I don't know. I I have, like, niches of things that I collect. So I like monorail stuff. Yes. Uh, I like uh, Main Street Electrical Parade stuff. I would agree. Uh, I like Toy Story stuff. I would sincerely agree with that. Uh, and then art. Prints and things of that sort. And Disney books. Yeah, Disney books. Oh, yeah. with their Disney books as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Because it's more downstairs. Right. Okay. I would say... And I just bought another one this week. A Disney book or <laughs> yeah, more Disney books? A book? Disney book. Holy crap. What'd you get? Uh... Uh, I think this one was Disney Hacks or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Who I wrote said, it? I, I, I don't know. But I said, oh, this is us. interesting. No, I don't know. Oh, really? No, I don't think it was Theme Park Press. I think it was a Disney book. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I, oh, I want to see this. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know one thing that we collect is popcorn buckets. Because mm. my wife is really addicted to popcorn buckets. Mm. She also collects, not really collects, but she has specific Dooney and Burks. Okay. Uh, she does collect a little bit of the the mouse ears, mm. the special mouse ears they do, like the not the full hats, but just the you know the little beret type, not yeah. beret, but the little things that the little the oh, clip on clip on hat thingies. Yeah. Uh, I do collect. Oh, I know the big thing for us, and you kind of do too, is coffee mugs. My my yeah. guilty pleasure is coffee mugs. Yeah. I I collect coffee mugs. Well, there's two types of coffee mugs I collect. There's mugs I use to drink from and then mugs I've never had a drink out of them. No. I don't go that far. I, think I have a whole wall full of the ones I don't I have g- ever used. I get that and I've thought about that and I'm like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like a toy. If you have a toy and you don't play with it, yeah, but what good is it? Coffee stains. Yeah, if you leave it sit for hours, but if you wash it like a, a normal person, you should. It's not usually that much of a big deal, and you know it's not like a coffee mug. You can you can buy them for twenty bucks at Disney. Mm. You can buy them for six bucks at the outlet mall, and they've got mm. a thousand of them. Mm. Uh, they're not like it's going to be collector's items, you know, yeah. unless it's signed by somebody. Yeah. Then, then it would never see the light yeah. of day. And I use my mug probably, you know, three four days in a row before I really toss it in a dishwasher. Oh. Yeah. Oh, 
I, I mean, I rinse it out. Minor single use. Yeah. And then I, you know, yeah. drink it, wash it, drink it, drink one, wash one. I, I, mm. I scroll through my mugs usually. Mm. Okay. Uh, and, you know, we, we collect the, the odd uh, stuffed animal, mm-hmm. the you know, the little ones, and then we collect the odd, uh, every now and then we'll do a Funko. Mm. Not a yeah, lot. I got, man, I got stitch. A Anything Stitch, yeah. we're purchasing. Yeah. Uh, what was the... Uh, oh, Funko came out with... You ready? Yeah. Miss Nesbitt. I saw that. Did you grab one? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I grabbed... Uh, what did I grab, too? I think I grabbed uh, Rex. Uh, nice. That, too. Did you see for 69 bucks? I almost did this. In fact, I should take a picture of you... In that outfit, you can Funko yourself. What? Yeah, yeah. I'll forward you the email. You can f- you can take a picture of yourself and I'll make a Funko. It's Genius. Like, like sixty bucks. I should get a chicken suit. <laughs> you should. Well, you should just Photoshop yourself in a chicken suit. And yes. Say, That's me. I want to be that. I should take that picture. Yeah. And then crop my head where yeah. Al is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I should do that. You should totally do that. Yeah. You should get two. Yeah. You should get one like that. Yeah. Or, no, one like the chicken suit. Right. And one like Buzz. Yeah. You should get a Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. 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 Totally. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, you know, Walt Disney, not, not Walt Disney World fandom is... Mm. We should do a show on, on collectibles. Oh, absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. We should get... I'll take out my Disney and a collectible book. We'll go through that. We, uh, we <laughs> should take out... We should do some collectibles. We should have some of our friends who do... Like, I got a buddy of mine. Actually, I got a buddy that when I went to high school with, she married the guy that does the uh, uh, the magic bands, mm. you know, and Funko. Oh, yeah. Not magic bands, but the Funko stuff. He's yeah. he's uh, Vinylmation World. That's yeah. his site. Yeah. Uh, we should get him on, talk to him. Yeah. Uh, well, we had the guy that had all the magic bands. Every yeah, yeah, single yeah. We magic should get him band. back, too. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, when, yeah. Ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Walt Disney World is really not that a stranger to mega fandom. I mean, mm. it it breeds it. Yeah. Uh, and for a long time before geek culture was a term, Disney cultivated this fan base uh, that thrives on personal person passionate personalization of their films, mm. their parks, their collectibles, and their characters. So these mega uber Kamehameha fans don't just love Disney; they live it. They live it to the next level Mm -hmm. they obsess over it uh and they make the most magical place on earth and the happiest place on earth even more magical so we're going to go through 10 of the top ones and we're going to see which one or ones you fit into uh you can raise your hand out there that's okay that's okay you're Uh, you're with friends okay so you're going to score one point if you're in Mm-hmm. If you're in any one of these, right. and then you have to leave us a comment if we miss that, if we miss the group that you're in, right? You know, now we are going to exclude like box people, you know, the people that are in the the different bloggers who have uh. their little like the lizards with uh, beer gas, mm. or the box people with yeah. Lou, or the panda maniacs or whatever that he's calling yeah. those people over there. So they can't be niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be. He's got to be General. Disney, Disney yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right, so first off is uh, Disney bounding. Have you ever mm. been Disney bounding? No. Never? You're kind of bounding right now, buddy. All right, the closest thing I got was wearing my Buzz shirt with my Buzz gloves and my gl- Buzz mask. Right. That was, that was for Halloween. Yeah. That's the closest thing I got to bounding. Yeah. The, okay, so for, we've talked about bounding before here. Mm-hmm. Disney bounders are creative Disney park superfans with the panache for creating... Uh, really Disney-centric fashion. 
The the practice is similar to cosplay, but it's a little bit more subtle. Mm. Adults and children over the age of 14 are not allowed to wear costumes at Disney World, except for rare events like a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Right. Or if you're doing something like a, a film premiere right. or some kind of big special gathering like that. Mm. But Disney bounders go around this by wearing modern, modern and vintage clothes inspired by Disney characters. So yeah. if you go on like a Dapper Day mm-hmm. where they have certain Disney bounding days, you'll mm-hmm. see people dressed from head to foot in like orange now, and green can, and yellow, and that'll be like Orange Bird. Can you mix the bounding with the steampunk? Yeah, they do. Or, or they yes. the same kind of... Yeah, no. they interchangeable? Steampunk and bounding and dapper days mm-hmm. all crash into each other all okay. the time okay in my opinion because uh, on dapper days i've seen people kind of steampunked yeah to look like certain characters and whatnot right but then i've seen you know the bounders type yeah the normal general bounders. Yeah. yeah and like we the last time we went and did anything like this i wore stuff that was reminiscent of like the 20s mm. except i wore flip-flops and shorts because it was hot Mm. Uh, you know, my wife and, and our friend went in dresses and a buddy of ours went like a, a bow tie, long sleeve shirt, vest, and long pants. And I'm like, how are you living right now? And he's like, I'm hating life right now. Please don't say it was August. Uh, <laughs> June? Pretty close. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was fall. Yeah. All right, what's next? Next up are the pin trading junkies. Ooh, girl, went by and saw them this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a group of them trading pins. Yeah, this used to be a very, very hot. I don't know if you remember back in the day at the marketplace, and that's what it was called, the marketplace, in the pin trading store, they used to have tables out front. And people used to be out there all day, all night. Oh, I know. With their books. Uh, you know, trading pins, selling pins, buying pins, all kinds of crazy pin trading activity. It's It, it was so popular that Disney mm. was putting places out by their pin shops. Yeah. They actually had tables out. Right. And I've seen some tables come back to Epcot. Right, uh, but normally where I see it is on the uh, on the pin side on the pin tra- the little pin trader stand mm-hmm. right outside of Electric Umbrella mm. on the side where okay, Starbucks yeah. is. Right, <laughs> like yeah, there's a couple tables along there. the fountain, not the yeah. fountain, but like the where the where the trees and stuff are. Mm-hmm. They just laid out there. Yeah. I'm like good lord, yeah. just the boxes and boxes yeah. and boxes of it. Well, here's the thing, Disney does. Uh, I think they do this well. For a couple of reasons. One is uh, they create uh, limited editions. That's number one. Yeah. So, you know, oh, there's only 400 of these. You can only get them in the park. You know, so that creates a, a, a frenzy. Supply and demand. Uh, then there's the cast me- uh, cast member collections. Those right. are the ones that only the cast members get. And if you want them, you got to trade right. with a cast member. Right. You know, I somebody's got to tell me how the whole cast member thing works. I've heard stories of how... It works. I, I still don't buy it. You know, like, you know, they could go backstage and there's buckets of pins and they just put pins on right. their lanyards or on their things and, and they trade. But I, I, I'd like to find out how the whole thing works. Right. And I think they bring back, you know, like pins that they've traded for the day and they toss them back in the bucket right. or different. I don't know. But I'd like to know how this works. Uh, there is still a pin trading event typically now every year in September. Uh, in Epcot. Right. And here's the part I disagree with for this event. Okay. 
Why do I have to pay you $195 to attend the event of which I am going to buy pins at? And trade with my friends. Hmm. Doesn't it get you access to certain things and you get access to pin designers and special trading times? Just give me access. I'll buy them. (laughs) (laughs) What a shock. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Wait, wait, wait. D23, there we go. <laughs> if, if you're going, going to have pins, just why do I have to pay you $200 to go see the pins you're trying to sell me? I know. And some of them, you know, they'll show you some stuff that they're going to have, but there's a whole slew of stuff they're not going to show you. Right. I think that's what the $195 gets you. If you were like, oh, I don't know, there could be something there. I, I may need it. Right. So that's where... People, I think, oh, well, $195, I'm going to have to take the, the risk okay. and hope that's something there. Got to pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got to. And that's what Disney does yeah. really well. Yeah. Now, I have to. I don't think it was last year. I think it was the year before. The theme was Toy Story. And I was this close to laying down my $195. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I really don't need any more pins. Yeah, I know. You got a whole wall full of yeah. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could use more to fill it out, but... Well, you've got some space. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. You've got some space. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let If you were going to make a Mickey, you, you need some work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Next up, you've got Disney historians. Mm. And this is a very unique group of people, but it's also, it's also funny for these people because sometimes they don't always agree. Uh-huh. Uh, but any uh, guest can read up online or take a tour to get some behind-the-scenes trivia on Disney parks. But mm. visiting the most magical place on Earth here at Walt Disney World with a true Disney historian feels like having your very own VIP tour. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that they know what they're talking about. Yeah, Disney parks are positively brimming with history, and these super fans know the backstory of every nook and cranny oh, yeah. of the attractions, the parks. And, uh, you know, everything that happens mm-hmm. within the House of Mouse. The problem is oh boy. there's so much lore. Lore, yes. That, that, because I remember we were, we were having, oh, Sid and I were having lunch. Uh-oh. And there were these two guys talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we were having, no, we stopped off and, and grabbed a, a snack at this place near our house and these two guys were talking this one guy was like yes and back in 1965 when walt died they purchased all this land and i'm like going that's not entirely how this worked (laughs) and that's not entirely what happened that's not accurate uh walt was alive (laughs) you know you're just like uh okay i mean i've even heard cast members say some things like i'm like we were on it we were on uh (laughs) uh uh pontoon cruise oh yeah (laughs) and and, and this poor guy oh this this is a great story this poor guy and what they do is they give them a script so the captain pulls the little pontoon out and there's Mm. 10 of us Mm -hmm. and we're supposed to go all the way around bay lake that was with uh your dvc friends right didn't they work at dvc uh yes a couple of them worked yeah but we had robin and robin and you and me yeah and sid and a couple other people yeah and 
<laughs> this guy pulls out and he, he's supposed to go around bay lake right and he goes the far way around mm-hmm. what is what is the water park that no longer discovery, is discovery island. island and then he goes around by fort wilderness and then wilderness lodge mm-hmm. and then we're supposed to go over the water bridge and then mm-hmm. we watch the fireworks and then right. he's spouting all facts and figures and the problem is is He's captaining a boat with probably... Ten crazy superfans. Ten crazy superfans. He says this one thing, and I'm like, sir, I'm not really sure that's accurate. Because in 1971, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah happened. And blah, 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 blah. And then like you chimed in, like, yeah, and this blah, 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 blah. And this guy's like, well, you guys need to be giving this tour. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to update your script, because yeah. I'm not sure that's that's yeah. accurate. Yeah. It was good probably in 1971, but... <laughs> yeah. Things changed. Uh, so it was funny. This guy was like, he yeah. had no idea what he was in on. Yeah. Um, I, I've taken that cruise again, too. Uh, uh, and uh, I, I think we even did it on when we did the meetup. We kind of warned them. Yeah. You know, hey. She, yeah, and she <laughs> took it in stride. Yeah, she didn't say anything. She didn't. She went from saying her whole script to saying nothing. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, she was like, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Is that right? Yeah, go for it. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. As far yeah. as I know. Yeah. I think the only good thing that that, that guy did was uh, the history of the sneaker tree. Yes. That now, was cool. I couldn't validate it, so I had to take his word for it. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. the problem, the, the wheels started coming off when he started saying facts about bay lake yeah because it ran 180 degrees opposite of what the the park ranger guide mm. was saying on the the wilderness lodge tour right I'm like well i thought that this lake was chosen because walt saw it and yeah but that you know helped me out here yeah. so that it's not so much that i don't want anybody to think that we were just a bunch of 10 a-holes we're just mm. But it's when we've we've done tours and stuff so much, yeah. That and we've we, been to expos, expos. We've heard yeah, Disney Legends talk, yeah. And and, you know. and the the story from one cast member is different from another cast yeah. member. It's like there should be a a script checker. There should be a yeah. continuity expert. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're an yeah. entertainment company. Or and I uh, I'm bad because like when I go to the park, not with you, but with other friends and family that are in town, I am that idiot. Oh, yeah, I'm that, that guy. That is with them that goes, you know, oh, this is blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm uh, that guy. Can you see all the, the the people's names in the windows? Those are people that made the park and uh, helped Disney grow the company. But, yeah. yeah, so I'm I, I'm that idiot with yeah. my friends and family. Now, for the most part, they enjoy that. They're like, oh, that's great, you know. Right. Thanks for the, you know, little info and heads up. And I don't do that unless somebody asks for it. Uh, you know, I have a. I just it just comes out. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can't stop myself. Yeah. You know, especially if it's the first time they've been in the park. All right, next up, uh, hidden Mickey hunters, and we are having the hidden Mickey hunter on next week, I believe. Yeah, March fourth. Yeah, the original. Uh, yeah, I would guy? say he's the original. The hidden, hidden Mickey, Mickey hunter. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. The real so, one. The real one. None of those fakies. None of that. Stupid crap Disney book that they put out. Boo, Disney book. Yeah. Boo. Boo, I say. Right. So for some, searching for Hidden Mickeys is just a fun game and a way to pass time in the queue lines and things like that. But for others, oh, like our friend, Steve, mm-hmm. it's a serious business. They're into this... Hardcore parkour. Yeah. 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 I mean, they can't help themselves, but be only looking for hidden Mickey's. I know. Yeah. And uh, it really, and I think Steve uh, tells the story well. It really started in Epcot, b- 
because Epcot was supposed to be character free. Right. So what they were trying to do, the Imagineers, was put little hidden Mickey's so that you know people go, oh, what the? That's a little Mickey there, a little Mickey silhouette. But now, I mean, they are everywhere, and I really think when they rehab and refurbish and change things, they're just adding more. And I bet if you were to ask Disney, they would not really know where all of them are and how many yeah, not anymore. Were. Yeah, not I, anymore. I think that number's gone. Yeah. It's gone from their grasp. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. All right. So, next on our list, future Club 33 members. It's getting hot. So, this used to only apply to Disneyland, but now yeah. Walt Disney World is on the map. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> If you think that you're dedicated to Walt Disney World, you might be a pass holder. Mm. If you're really dedicated, Mm -hmm. you'll become a Disney Vacation Club member. Mm -hmm. If you're super dedicated, Mm -hmm. you may actually purchase a home, Mm -hmm. Golden Oak. Right. But if you're a a ginormous, uber, uber, mega, super fan, you become a Club 33 member. That's right. Now, Club 33 is like Disney's fan club for the super wealthy uh and the club 33 in disneyland requires last check a twenty-five thousand dollar buy-in followed by ten thousand dollars a year in dues to maintain your membership and there's a wait list just to apply yeah talk about supply and demand yeah if you if you thought the d23 fan club price was expensive yeah he got nothing on <laughs> nothing on club 33 so now with locations hidden in all four parks of walt disney world uh, it's even more expensive with around, we think, approximately yeah. a $35,000 buy-in. Mm-hmm. I thought I think it's more than that. And yeah. then a 15000 a year in dues to, mm-hmm. to maintain your membership. So if you think that you're a super fan and you don't fall into the DVC, Golden Oak, or Club 33 variety, mm. you have to up your game, kids. Yeah. 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 So how are you guys doing out there? We're halfway through the list. How many are you... On the super fan list. We probably just, you know... Scratching the surface. Scratching, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you've gotten two or three. I'm already on two of them. Yeah. Let's go ahead and finish the... uh, I mean, thankfully, we can both say that we've been to Club 33 in Disneyland. Yes. Before they rehabbed it and made it quick service dining. Yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah, Totally totally had a chance to be there before they changed it. Uh, It's great that I, I would... I would not join even if I had the money. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. All right. right. What's next, next up is your challenge buffs. Oh, jeez. Now, these are uh, people that conquer every Disney mountain. They have to do, I'm going to do all the mountains today. I'm going to do, you know, and not just the mountains in one park. They'll do all the mountains in all the parks. Right. You know, so they always set these challenges. Oh, I'm going to ride every attraction in uh, the Magic Kingdom in one day. Well... Only Walt yeah. Classic Attractions. Right. Only Walt Classic Attractions. I'm right. All the roller Only coasters. the blue attractions. <laughs> only, only, only rides with single rider line. Yeah. Yeah. So they make up their own kind of challenge and they, uh, I, you know what? Somebody should make All right. a challenge book. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the challenge of challenges. Ooh. We should do that. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. Done. Uh, the uh, the thing about it is is this why do you think that there's so many people who do challenges? I have a theory. 
Why do you think? I have no idea why you would torture yourself like this. I think it's because... <laughs> Doesn't Disney put enough challenge of just getting in Disney, the park and going Disney, on a ride? Yeah, Disney does make it challenging, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I think that pass holders get so... I don't want to say bored, but they get so used to coming mm. that if you don't add some type of a degree of difficulty or interest, mm. you know, I think that it can be boring because you're coming to the same parks all the time. Mm. And I got friends who go every weekend hmm. and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, there's really only a couple places I'd like to go every weekend. Mm. And and one of them's not necessarily Disney. Yeah. Until it gets really hot, I'm trying to go every weekend. Yeah. Just until the weather becomes a impressive heat right mind bending so if you're thinking about taking some challenges tony mm. mentioned all the mountains so yeah. you've got uh space big thunder mm-hmm. uh splash mm-hmm. and mm. uh wait wait uh what's the other mountain thunder splash Thun- space yep and uh, technically snow white yeah everest. everest expedition everest that's mm. it that's what i could think of yeah. you've got uh classic attractions you've got water rides mm-hmm. So, uh, with the expo coming up, I'll give everybody a challenge because uh, I've seen people do this. Uh, if you live in Florida, your challenge is this you have to go to all four parks, then go fly to California <laughs> and do both parks in Disneyland. I've seen people do this challenge. In one day. Yeah, in one day. Yeah. Uh, and I think. It, you know, you said like a thing. You have to do, you know, like two attractions in each park for it to be valid. Right. You just can't step in the park, you know, tap the turnstile, walk out, back out and, you know, leave. You have to do two attractions in each park and then fly and then go there, go to Disneyland, do two things, go to California Adventure, do two things. That's your uh, D23 Expo Challenge if you live in Florida. I don't think you could do it the other way. Because you're losing time. <laughs> yeah. Because you're losing time and then... You know, why would you be leaving the expo to come to Florida? Right, <laughs> and and you have to really time it well because if you fly into was it John Wayne, mm. you're closer right. than having to fly into LAX, and right. then, which is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. that's a horrible. Yeah, um, we mentioned this in earlier Dapper Day participants. Mm. You know, so you've got your Disney bounding, you've got your steampunk, and then Dapper Day. Uh, you ever wish you could visit Walt Disney World looking extremely dapper? Well, you can. Uh, one way to think of it is Dapper Day is like a charming cousin to Disney bounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dapper Day is a special event at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World where guests put on their finest fancy duds to tour the most magical or happiest place on earth. Mm. Guests opt to go modern and or super vintage through the uh, though the participants generally tend to lean towards the historical fashion side. Uh, the first time we saw Dapper Day crowd all wearing garb from the 20s and 50s um, I thought, I agree here, I thought yeah. it was like some type of weird flash, but I thought it was yeah. Disney was just some kind of weird yeah. celebration of the 50s, but no, that's the way that, and here's the scary thing, when you see a bunch of people dressed in their Dapper Day finest, and we're talking like bow ties and coats and pants mm. and stuff, right. that's how people dress going to the parks, sure. in Florida, with zero air conditioning, yeah. can you imagine, I mean, I can't imagine coat and tie. I've been to the park on Dapper Day, and those people never look happy because they're sweating their cojones off or fresh yeah uh you know a lot of the guys like have on like a three-piece suit i'm like uh i'm in shorts and a t-shirt and i'm sweating i can't imagine what it'd be like in a suit i do notice that primarily it's the younger folks yes true 
there are older folks. I'm not discriminating, yeah. but what I'm saying is it's mainly like yeah. 30s and younger. Right. Because, what I was gonna say. you know, once you get to like 35, you'll be like, I'm over this yeah. noise. That's crazy. I There's sweat runs in places that shouldn't run when you're... Lucky I suit up for a funeral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sweat. Look, I could just... I'm in an air-conditioned house now, not moving around, wearing shorts, mm. no shoes, and a t-shirt, and I'm sweaty. Right. I just sweat, man. Yeah. That's what I do. It's yeah. my job. All right, the next one is coming back in a big way. <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> super fans. <laughs> this is where we need our button. We don't have the button yeah. anymore. <laughs> Um, if you ever remember Star Wars days, you know the wrath of the Star Wars super fan. You almost said con. Yeah. <laughs> wrong, wrong series. That was crazy. I mean, they yeah. came and drove. They would, they would sleep out all night to get that autograph yeah. line mm-hmm. so that they can get, you know, whoever's autograph right. that was coming that weekend. Star Wars weekends, a hassle to get into. Yeah, best time of the year for yeah. me. I loved yeah. it. It was hot, it was, but I loved it. No, there was a, sometimes that it bordered on that. Because in May, yeah, it's cool, kind of, but yeah. then it was hot. Yeah. Got hot in the afternoon, and then it was cooled down again. So I think with uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge coming to both parks uh, domestically, um, I think the Star Wars super fan is going to be back in style yeah. big time. Now, they did, like, the, the Star Wars Galactic Knights. Mm. They did a series of those yes. here. And that was really cool. And, mm. we, in fact, we were in the parks one of those days. And they were like, man, we should have gotten tickets to this because this was really cool looking. But I think it That's was like... That's a Star Wars tour now, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you get a you get a walk through, a guided walk yeah. through, through everything. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, get me into Star Wars Galactic well, it'd be interesting crazy. if they alter it when Galaxy Edge opens. It will be. You know, I, I, it'll if it'll up. include the, the price that. Will go up. The price will go up. Oh, yeah, the price will go way up, but it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, include that. And if they don't, well, tisk tisk, shame on you, Disney. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, Insider Experts. Now, Ooh. earlier we mentioned the Disney Lore Masters, but mm. there's another type of Disney World expert. A fan that you definitely want to have on your team when planning your next trip. And that's the Disney Parks Insiders. Now, I, I want to sub, I want to segregate these two categories. Okay. One is like your trip planner person. This is the insider that knows. The guy with the Excel workbook. Oh my God! Yes, all the <laughs> ins and outs. If we get up at six fifty-two, mm-hmm. we're out the door by six fifty-six. We yeah. could be on the bus dock at six. 58 we could be on the bus by 7 we could be at the front door at 710 we could be in the turnstile at 715 we could be on the first attraction by Uh 717 you know that kind of person and we need those kind Uh of people Mm -hmm. Uh, and nothing against that those tend to be people who eventually become travel agents Mm -hmm. no offense to travel agents a lot of them do yeah that's 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 where they get the 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 thrill of it all but then there's another segment of that and we ran into that this weekend we had a couple of people at the meetup Mm -hmm. one was one of these insiders Mm -hmm. and one was wanting to be 
wanting to get some inside information. These are the people who have to know what's going on, yeah. what's coming, what's the fifth gate going to be, yeah. what's the best rumor, what day are they actually going to open Star Wars? We don't know. Yeah. You know, if we know, we say on the podcast. But (laughs) that's how this works. (laughs) Yeah, these are the people that know every little nook and cranny because Mm -hmm. they're passionate about it, Mm -hmm. and they watch all the videos, and they listen to all the podcasts, Mm -hmm. and they read all the dirt sheets, and they get all the rumors. They know it all. I was that way for a while, and I I was overwhelmed by it all. Yeah. Listen, if you want to be, here's two two things. If you want to be an insider. This is what I do. Make friends with the cast members. Yeah. Especially around the attractions. They seem to have a little bit more knowledge of what's going on than the free-roaming vapor ones. <laughs> uh, it's just my opinion. But chit-chat with them. I mean, hey, you know, what do you do? What, do you like this? How long have you been here? You know, uh, how, what can you tell me about this that I may not know? Right. You know, that kind of weird stuff. That's how you want. And, and then... I mean, a lot of times, if you can make really good friends with them, you can, you know, hit them up on Facebook, and then, you know, you're their friend. Right. You know. Yeah, it does seem to work a little bit easier if you're a local. Yeah, I'm sure. not going to lie. Sure. But it can be done if you're just visiting. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, if, you, if you see somebody two or three times, yeah. you, you know, you could you can make a quick connection and then yeah. if they make an impact or if they if they do one of those little magical m- 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 uh, magic yeah. minutes moments mm-hmm. thing where they make something really cool yeah. happen mm-hmm. you can exchange information and you can keep up with them but yeah. you know uh cast members mm-hmm. uh, people who know cast members like i don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to work it too hard because i got tony mm. tony keeps me pretty much <laughs> in the know uh i read a lot of the websites yeah. I tried not to watch too many videos. There's some people on there that do really oh, great yeah. videos, but mm. dude, I just can't watch them. Yeah. Um, who's got time for that? Yeah. I also have uh, I have two people. Uh, one is a cousin. One is a friend, a mutual friend. You even know her. That are those Excel people. Like when he's saying he, he he's coming to town, he'll say, "All right, I'll email you my uh, workbook." Yeah. And it's every day down to the minute. The fast passes, the dining, the get to the bus how long it'll take them to walk from the bus to the right, park right. And, and I'm like I don't see fun there anywhere on no, this list of things there is <laughs> no hanging out no in your fun. vocabulary yeah. yeah and then when I meet them for dinner they're like well we're exhausted I'm like yeah I saw your plan you should be yeah and then yeah. they they look at you and like hey we got to go we have to be somewhere yeah. in 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot tell you how many dinners or how many lunches i've been mm-hmm. and people are like oh man it's so great to see you we got to go yeah. i haven't seen you in three years yeah but we got fast passes yeah. like seriously mm. go have fun yeah see yeah. in three years yeah yeah i usually you know when he says well you know pick and i will have dinner i'm like do you want me to Upset your plans? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, and the last group of people are the kiddos. Uh, yeah. It's always fun to go to a park with a kid. Yeah. It, I have more fun when I'm with a kid because to see the park through their eyes, you know, and they see things that we adults kind of overlook. Are you talking about like real kids? Yeah, I'm talking, are you about, talking about like our friends who are like. No, I'm adult talking about kids. kids. No, kid I'm kids? talking about kid kids. Kitty kids? Kid kids. Kiddos. Yeah, Got it. kiddos. Small, small little sprites. S- small, small children. Ankle biters. Nose S- miners. Children. Yeah, ch- chitlins. Ah, it's always great going with yeah. kids. So those are the, the, the fans. Because they are fans. I mean, they love going to Disney, typically. 
Unless, yeah. of course, the parents are dragging them because they're the fan. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens And you can Disney. tell <laughs> those are the ones that are screaming in the stroller. Usually. Uh, the th- <laughs> and it's great, especially when you're going with kids around because they get the magic. They yes. get it. They're not jaded like we no. are. They're oblivious to they the see worst. right through it. We're, we're not, you know, it took us 25 minutes to get here. They're just like, oh, my gosh, it took us forever to get here, but here we are, you know. That's right. And that's that we need that. Yeah. But I also think that we've got friends mm-hmm. who are giant kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain degree, you're kind of one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can be that way. My yeah. wife can be that way. But I'm I'm thinking of two friends specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Who are kids? Yeah. And it's it's great. I going mean, with I get them excited too. when I see the characters because uh, yeah, you I get more than excited. Yeah, I used to have a lot of fun doing that as a kid, so that makes me feel like a kid again. Yeah, absolutely. When you get a hug from Mickey Mouse, that's a good day. That's a great day. When I get a hug from Stitch, man, nothing else matters. Yeah, it don't. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'll tell you, Chewie gives out good hugs. He does, and he smells nice, too. He's got soft hair. I mean, I wonder what conditioner conditioner he uses. (laughs) It's amazing. I don't get that fun, loving feeling from Kylo Ren, though. Yeah, he's not a hugger. He's not a hugger. He's he's not a. I saw another uh, video of that encounter. Yeah, it's just it's awful. It's why, a horrible. Why put yourself yeah, through well, that? You know, the, uh, I guess a couple of weeks ago I was there and I'm like, nah, I I can't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't bring myself to 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 go get humiliated no. with this tall guy in a black outfit talking through a microphone. I'd, I'd rather sit and have an encounter with a uh, two balls of plastic. Yeah, that, that yeah. beep pop, beep pop, and yeah. it's you know BB eight. Uh, yeah, it was uh, crazy. All right, so how many did you get? How many on your list mm. did you get? What what are your numbers? I mean, a couple of people in the Let's chat see. room are kind of low, one. but uh, which one of these? How many of these are you super fans? Do you have a friend or a family member who's a super fan? Uh, how many did you get, buddy? I'd say four. I'm a good solid four. Probably teetering more like on the six, but four. four yeah, I think I'm a solid four. six and a half. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I'm a solid six. Ooh. Only by association for one of them. Oh, okay. I have to be. Okay. So. All right. Um, anything else? No. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you uh, being here. We appreciate you being a part of the show. And uh, remember, you can always find us at uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find us at uh, Disney Parks Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also find us at Disney Podcaster on the Twitter. And uh, other than that, is there? there's nothing else? We got nothing? Got nothing. All right, guys. Thanks for being a part of the show. And if we don't see you in real life, we'll see you. Oh, no. If we don't see you online. That's right. We'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees